Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Hellion paints a powerful portrait of a family on the brink of disillusion set against the haunting backdrop of refineries of southeast Texas. Obsessed with heavy metal, dirt bike racing, and partaking in an occasional act of vandalism with his band of delinquents, the behavior of a 13-year-old by the name of Jacob Wilson uh, has begun to raise concerns around town, especially when it starts to involve his younger brother, Wes, while the boy's father, Hollis, a two-time Emmy Award-winning actor Aaron Paul, portrays Hollis, loves his sons, but he's still reeling from the loss of their mother, spending more time drowning his sorrows at a local bar, than he is being an active parent. We are joined today by the director of Hellion. That would be Kat Candler, and she is here joining us from from Los Angeles, actually, today. Kat, welcome to Film School. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Tell me why, you, why you're in Los Angeles. I think I know, but tell me. <laughs> <laughs> we are actually opening uh, tonight at the Arena Cinema uh, on near, I think it's near Hollywood and Highland. Yep. So it will be a whole bunch of us will be here all weekend for Q&As at various screenings. Now, when you say all of us, you've got people from the cast? Uh, yeah, I think Juliet's going to be at a couple of screenings. Um, and then a lot of crew, one of my supporting actors, Johnny Mars, is here. Um, our director of photography, our casting director, our music supervisor. Fantastic. Just kind of getting the whole gang back together. Getting the band back together for uh, for the big yeah. show. Well, congratulations, and really, truly, congratulations f- for the film itself. I really thoroughly enjoyed um, uh, Hellion. I I thought it was a wonderful story. It it it, it encapsulates so much of the struggles of of a, a segment of American society that is increasingly more and more people find themselves in this sort of. Um, treadmill of uh, being right on the line of poverty and being able to get through their lives uh, in any significant way and economically. I thought you captured that very well. And also family that's going through personal tragedy, which sort of compounds all of these other economic issues. Tell me a little bit about the story. I know you did a short film earlier called Hillian, but uh, tell tell me where all of this started for you. Sure. Yeah, I um I had a, a short called Hellion that was at Sundance in 2012, and that was really inspired by my my uncle Frank and my two other and his two brothers. They had set fire to my grandfather's Jeep when they were very little, and they were very hell raising kind of kids, and just the struggle with my my grandfather raising those boys. And after I finished shooting the short, I really loved the world and these characters. And I just wanted to live with them a lot longer. And someone said, I think this world lives in southeast Texas. And so I started going down there um, where my producer, Kelly, grew up and just spent long weekends, uh, kind of field trips, sitting in barbershops and bars and restaurants and interviewing uh, child protective service officers and refinery workers and just kind of hearing the stories um, from the people and really getting inspired by place. And that's kind of how the story grew. And then it really, like, was... Uh, sort of the impetus of, in the short, there's an absence of this mother figure. Mm-hmm. And so with the feature, I just really wanted to kind of figure out what happened to her and how this family came to such dysfunction. I want to give people a sense of the look of the film. Um, I thought you captured that small town 
feel, you know, where people, people, you know, know everybody else's business. They all, in some way, mm-hmm. there's a web of, let's say web may be not the right way to put it, but people know. And um, right. I, I, I was reading where you were inspired. I was, give people kind of a sense of where you were coming from in the film uh, by some of the films like uh, Over the Edge, Alice Doesn't Live Here yeah. Anymore. It definitely it reminded me a lot of Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore in that in that sense of it, fi- that vibe that I got from it. Um, and, um, yeah. yeah, so casting obviously was an important part of putting this story yeah, together. And you were able to attract some uh, really a, a first-rate cast. Tell us a little bit about them as well. Yeah, sure. Um, I was, you know, both with Aaron and Juliet Lewis, I was so excited because I hadn't seen them play characters like these in the film before. And so it was really... Um, Exciting to go with them, uh, to go to them with these parts and these these roles. That uh, I was excited for audiences to see the something different from them. Um, and they both, I mean, they both got on board pretty quickly. Uh, and then the boys, the boys, was, they were really the the fun, the super fun part about casting is because I was looking for these kids who are just like real, authentic boys and I went all across the state of Texas to tiny towns searching for these kids. I went to motocross races all across Texas. And then we did the traditional like going through casting agent or casting agents and um, casting directors. Um, but three of the boys I found or two of them I found, one at a motocross race, one in a town that we shot in, um, Josh Wiggins, our lead, I found uh, a friend found on YouTube. Um, and then the two other boys had been in films before, but it was an exciting search because you see all of these really interesting kids, and then when you find the ones that just really understand the process of acting, and um, and they just like pop on screen. It's just, it's really, it's, it's really exciting to find those kids, and then when they get on set and you you watch them, just the evolution of uh, their talent and their performances. It's, uh, I, I just couldn't be more proud of those boys. And they're all from Texas, which again, I'm super proud of Texas representing in a big way. Yeah. Now you're from where in Texas? I live in Austin. I've been there for, oh gosh, a long time, 14 years. Mm-hmm. I think now longer than that, 97, 17 years. Yeah. 17 years. Well, again, going back to that, that thrill, I, I mean, I'm, having not directed a film at all, but I, that's got to be, you've got to feel like the, a huge weight's been lifted from you because as Alfred Hitchcock has said, that uh, filmmaking is mostly casting letting and then letting them yeah. do what they do. Is that is that your feeling too? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would say two-thirds of your battle with the performance is, a, is just finding the right actors. And then once you assemble them and, and you find, like, the real chemistry and dynamic between all of the different characters, yeah, it's 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 so much, <laughs> it's so much easier when you get the right actors on set and they are just, and they just shine and you just, you know, you make tweaks and, and work and collaborate with them and really find the nuances of their characters. But, um, but yeah, and the casting is such a fun, it's such a fun piece to the whole puzzle. Now. In that regard, by the way, we're speaking with Kat Candler, the uh, director of the film Hellion. It opens today, Friday, June 20th, and you'll be able to see the film as well as have the wonderful opportunity to do what I'm doing right now, and that would be to go to the Arena Theater tonight in Hollywood to talk with Kat and some of the people that were a part of the film itself as well. 
Um, wonderful performances across the board, and I do want to touch on the on Aaron and Juliet, but Josh Wiggins, who's obviously uh, in many ways the heart and soul of the film, is really good. I mean, I, I yeah. think he's really solid in this. He, and, I, and I'll tell you why I think that real quick, and you can tell me sure. if I'm wrong or not. And that is <laughs> he, he is able to convey a sense of a lot of internal... I thought that a lot of the performance that he gave, you can see in his eyes and his body language uh, uh, what is going on with him. And for a young actor, uh, obviously very important, almost carrying a film. I wouldn't go that far, but certainly goes quite a bit into uh, why this film works. Uh, that's quite an accomplishment, and I will credit him as well as your direction for that. But he's a he is a really seemed to come across completely credible in that role. And his interaction not only with the adults but with the kids, it just seemed very natural and very very well done. Thank you. I, I completely agree. He's just an incredibly talented, highly intelligent kid. And I think I think that intelligence is what really um brings about the nuances of that performance and that um and, and yeah, all of the internalization of what's going on in his life and with his dad and his brother. Uh, it's just all of these little subtleties uh, with his eyes, and again, like you said, the body language. And he, he you know, you you find these kids who, um, and it's few and far between, but they just have it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, he has a whole lot of it. <laughs> um, and he's just, a, and he's not like his character at all, mm-hmm. which is what makes it all the more impressive. Yeah, it's and again a lot, and again to to Hellion's credit. There's a lot of space in in the in between the dialogue here. You allow kind of the circumstances to play out. There's not a lot of yelling under the circumstances. It would have been easy to turn this into a shout fest under the right. circumstances of all the different kind of things that are going on, which brings me really to Aaron Paul's performance. And I just thought he was really, really good in this because, again, another kind of carryover from Josh's performance, and that is... Um, there isn't a lot of explanation as to his feelings. He does not share a lot, but it is conveyed in his actions and, and again, in his kind of body language. Just really, uh, the, I think this one of the strengths of Hellion is that the, you don't try, you don't go for too much. And I think that underplaying right. this really helps the film. Tell us a little bit about Aaron's performance in this as well. Yeah, there's just there's such beautiful weight in those silent moments and um, and what's not being said. And, you know, as a writer, as a, a director, you're always trying to cut out the dialogue and trying to, like, really let uh, the actors say infinitely more with just silence. And um, and he's incredible at that. Uh, he's just, you know, I, wh- he's just a very charismatic human being and just a very warm person, which was something that I was really drawn to uh, character-wise, because you you really love this guy and you feel for this guy, despite like all the horrible choices that he's making, involving his parenting, and um, but you hopefully understand and can get a sense of of his grief and the loss that's just really wrecked him. Yeah. Um, and Aaron, yeah, he's just a dynamic uh, actor, and I'm, I'm so excited that the audiences are getting to see. Um, these other characters and these other um, extremes, that he, not extremes, but these other, this range that he has. Yeah. He's, 
He's just terrific, and he's fantastic to work with, and he's one of the easiest actors I've worked with, um, directing-wise. Yeah, it's good to see. I, 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 I liked his performance in Smashed um, last, last yes. year. I thought he was terrific. Uh, this is a different kind of role. And again, there are parts, and, and this is a credit to the, your writing, and that is he's obviously going through a lot. He's being put under a tremendous amount of pressure, uh, not just within his family, but also from the authorities. There are, there are things going on, and we're just going to leave it right. that because we don't want to spoil this for, for our audience, but there are things that are going on externally, and he's under a tremendous amount of pressure, and there are, you can see changes in his behavior, but you're not, you're not quite sure if this is if this is the right direction or not, because there's right. you leave that open. Like, is he turning things around or or not? And it's right. because and it becomes and it comes around slowly, and and I mean in a way that seems very natural. It just comes across as this is this is how people behave. They don't tomorrow morning they don't wake up and suddenly the the world is you know multicolored you know rainbow for them. It, right. it just it's a subtle thing that happens. And I thought the subtlety and the way that you portrayed it and the way that Aaron was able to pull that off, I just it just really drew me even more into the story. And I thought it was that was an, another thing that I want to compliment you on. I thought it was just you wonderful. Know. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're just, uh, for me, it's so important to be respectful of those characters, respectful of the place, respectful of the people that, um, whose stories I was able to listen to and hear and, um, yeah. and, and subtly kind of sprinkle into the film. And you're, yeah, it's, for me, it's all about being subtle and not force feeding anything to your audience because audiences are freaking smart. Yeah, they they yeah. will they understand and they'll go along with you and they'll they'll pick up on those little layers that uh, you try and weave into the story. But yeah, I'm just you know honesty is like the big that's the biggest thing for me as an audience member and a movie lover is just relating because of something being very honest. Yeah, yeah, and and that is really exactly that's one of the strengths of this film. By the way, we're speaking with. Uh, Kat Candler, the the film is Hellion. She's the writer and director of this wonderful um, film that's coming out today. You can catch her at, at now. Are you there tonight? Friday and Saturday, or what? What you were yeah. saying? Yeah, okay. I'm going to be there tonight. There's an 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. tomorrow, 7 p.m. 9 p.m. and then Sunday at 1:30 p.m. So that is the Arena uh, uh, Theater, and it is in Hollywood. Um, you have to look. I don't have the address right in front of me. I apologize. I'll find it before we go off the air. But, uh, uh, yeah, I will. I promise. But uh, but you're there. So you're there all weekend. And, uh, as, as I, and again, you said some various uh, cast members and production people as well. You said your cinematographer exactly. yeah, and all that. Um, and and also, by the way, we cannot let uh, you know, um, the uh, Juliet Lewis – who I think, yeah. who, who we love, I do. I think she's terrific. I mean, uh, so she's been in so many good movies. People sort of forget sometimes uh, the, the her her uh, her resume is quite impressive. And I got one that's kind of out of the out of the ordinary. I really liked her in a lot. It was a film called uh, the, the Way of the Gun. If you've ever seen oh it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Long time ago. Long, Just, long time ago. Yeah, true. Yeah. Ryan Philippe, Benicio del Toro, uh, James Caan, uh -huh. and Juliet Lewis. And it is a really good film. And she's just absolutely amazing in it. And I mean, we're used to seeing her in kind of dire straits and or some kind of extreme set of circumstances we often find her in. 
uh, in, in roles in the past. And in this one, she's the stable one. She's the one who mm-hmm. has pretty much got uh, her life together and is willing to accept uh, responsibility for others in this film, which she is just wonderful. And she really nails this sort of, you know, sympathetic, empathetic character of the aunt, but at the same time, yeah. tough enough to know that there's certain things that have to happen here. I thought she was great. Right. Yeah. And again, it was like seeing her in a totally different role because she's such an iconic actress and you've seen her in all of these amazing performances over the last many years. And to have her be the quiet, like you said, stable, uh, grounded one and her character being one that I mostly relate to of all the of all the characters in the movie. And um, yeah, she gives a a really sweet, subtle performance in this, and I'm so proud. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. Proud. I just, yeah, she, yeah, she was terrific in it, and, and of course, uh, and without, you know, the other, the brother, uh, which would be uh, uh, Deke. Is I'm saying Deke Gardner. Yeah, yeah. Plays Deke the brother Garner. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, you know, he has this angelic face. Just, just the innocent. He's the innocent in this film, and he just wants right. everybody to get along, and everything's going to be okay. I just, he was, he. I thought he was wonderful. And I, again, um, how old was uh, was uh, Deke when he made this film? Deke was ten when he made this, and he was the the um, the lead in the short film that I had made okay. when he was eight. So I had already worked with him prior to this and knew what kind of uh, range and he had. So, um, yeah, it was fun bringing him along to the feature version. And another uh, uh, actor, Johnny Mars, who played the dad in the short film, plays uh, Aaron Paul's best friend in the feature. So it was cool to bring family from the first, from the short to the expansion of the feature as well. Awesome. And and uh, as far as the uh, sort of... Uh, Below the line, people. You got Jeff Nichols in as uh, an executive producer as well. Well, uh, he's obviously director of Mud, wonderful film, and Sarah right. Green from uh, Tree of Life. So you got a great team around you for this one as well. Yeah. Well, um, what a ride, huh? It, it opened at Sun, <laughs> Sun, Sundance uh, Film Festival, South by Southwest, San Francisco International Film Festival. How was that experience for you? I mean, to be opening at th- these two premier film festivals in the same year, South by Southwest and Sundance, right. what was that like? Yeah, it's magical. This whole experience, um, you know, I made a short film summer of 2011 just to make something, just to kind of get back onto the playground and play with, you know, my friends and mm-hmm. actors that I loved. And uh, two and a half, three years later, we're releasing a feature version in the movie theater with Aaron Paul and Juliette Lewis and uh, getting to showcase Josh Wiggins and Deke Garner. And it's, um, you know, it's a dream come true. I've been working at this for a really long time and and putting my heart and soul into this for the last three years. And it's just, it's been a really magical adventure to be a part of this and be able to bring so many friends and talented people to the screen. You you may have answered my next question. What is what is the thing that you've learned? What are what are the things you're going to carry forward as you move through your your film career? Um, is it the pe- being because a lot of what in my my experience has been a lot of very successful filmmakers have created kind of a, a community of artists that they surround themselves and they bring them from project to project. Is there a single thing uh, that or two things maybe that you really will take forward for uh, in your next uh, film project? 
the thing that I, I think I've learned a lot from this project and that I love uh, in terms of writing and creating is just the research, is being able to find a world that I'm not necessarily a part of and diving into it. So whether that's Southeast Texas um, or the next film that I'm working on, I'm working on about the heavy metal community, um, it's really about getting into those worlds, meeting those people, and trying to be as authentic and respectful as you can. Again, kind of going back to the honesty thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's, I love it. I love sitting down with people and just hearing their stories and listening um, to their lives and their experiences and their histories and trying to capture that uh, as honestly and authentically as I can on screen so that audiences can connect, like truly, truly connect. Well, you've done a, a wonderful job, and I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's exciting to be able to talk with uh, new filmmakers who have been able to do what you've done. You've made, a, you've made an excellent film here. You, you've done it with, uh, you know, the kind of integrity you're talking about. To be honest to your, to your subject, and not insult your audience, not not go take the low road, or just uh, pander. Right. And and it's a terrific film, and you uh, obviously are proud of it, and you should be. Uh, and I look forward to your work in the future. I, if you find some time uh, when the next project comes out, I hope you'll you'll find time to join us again on Film School. Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you so much for all of this. This was a great interview. Thank you. Thank you so much. Arena Theater tonight, Friday, June 20th, and tomorrow night, and that would be Saturday and Sunday as well, the Arena Theater in Hollywood. Check it out. Uh, Candler will be there with uh, a variety of people, and I'm sure... Hopefully, you know, well, it will be a good turnout because you've got the film school bump going, working for you now. So uh, yeah. it'll be great. Thank you. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye. You too, you too. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.